Section 11 of The Rose-Colored World and Other Fantasies. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by April 6090, California, United States of America. The Rose-Colored World and Other Fantasies by Ethel Mary Brody. Mirabelle it was to be a great night of grand opera in london the famous tenor henri dubois was to sing by one big jump had this unknown man leaped into fame in a small village of france he had been born later on his family had immigrated to london and one day a passer-by had heard le petit henri singing at the pitch of his lungs from the top of a stone wall a marvellously sweet voice had le petit henri a voice of wonderful compass and of ringing soul-inspiring sound then came the long days of careful study and devoted work and many sweet days of love and ambition and henri was ready to make his debut henri and mirabelle had grown up in the same alley henri with a soul and gift of expression mirabelle with the soul alone but not the expression music blended their natures in one and mirabelle listened enraptured to henri's warbling when the passer-bys started henri at his studies and supplied the necessary funds mirabelle daily urged him on with his work encouraging cheering helping him and the great night had come at last with what hopes and fears they had anticipated this night indeed mirabelle trembled at the thought of its meaning to her and to henri and at times a strange dread came over her they grew out of a merry childhood into a happy youth henri came down from his caroline on the stone wall to study scales and the art of breathing and mirabelle left her skipping rope to learn how to dance but these years of perseverance and patience had been full of the sunshine of love a great love that was to fulfil its dearest hopes with the success of this night it seemed almost too wonderful a realization of human dreams mirabelle had dreaded it but the great night had come at last the theatre was crowded hundreds of grand ladies in silks and diamonds occupied the boxes and orchestra chairs with the easy coolness of the blase theatre-goer hundreds of maidens with fluttering hearts and blushing cheeks eagerly anticipated the entrance of the handsome and youthful artist and hundreds of men laughed and talked in the vestibule awaiting the event of the evening for the coming debut of henri dubois had been brooded by the newspapers and his wondrous gift and handsome personality had fled on the wings of gossip behind the curtains of a box mirabelle shyly hid her dark eyes sparkling with wonder delight and expectancy never before had she been in a theatre it was fairyland to her mirabelle had developed into a lovely woman a woman of alluring witchery her beauty lay more in the charm and grace of her manner and expression rather than the perfection of feature and of form she too would make a debut soon but as a dancer in vaudeville the same loving mirabelle still devoted to henri lost in henri forgetful of her own hopes of success in the midst of henri's coming fame yet mirabelle trembled on the verge of his triumph it was the beautiful opera of lohengrin that dazzled the eyes and fascinated the ears of the audience and smoothly it passed on the stage and gloriously henri sang 
thrilling his hearers with his melodious voice fully and richly it resounded in the theatre its joy and its pathos echoed in mirabelle's heart the people were wild with enthusiasm again and again henri was called upon the stage and the uproar of clapping hands was like a roll of thunder the last act was reached henri had excelled mirabelle's highest hopes his blue eyes were ablaze with happiness his cheeks were flushed with triumph his slender frame vibrated as his soul soared in song to other spheres the last scene was being enacted lohengrin was in the midst of his last wondrous song when suddenly his voice broke and the fair young singer fell dead the melodious voice had ceased forever one wild cry burst from mirabelle she rushed from her box to the stage something gripping her heart with an iron hand the curtain came quickly down and the audience horror-struck slowly left the theatre henri henri dearest moaned poor mirabelle as she bent over the dead man and tearlessly kissed his lips heart failure murmured a physician who had hurried from the stalls too slender a frame for so great a voice too great a triumph for so gentle a heart i never heard anything like his singing in my life and he laid the pulseless hand down quietly was the body of henri dubois removed and two days later a great funeral left his humble home many famous artists and many of the audience who had witnessed his triumph followed to pay a last tribute to so great a singer some years passed and mirabelle danced in vaudeville danced her sorrow away danced wildly recklessly but mirabelle kept to herself devoted admirers followed her everywhere mirabelle the beauty of london mirabelle the dancer of the age london was at her feet she had danced the phantom into the past wealth and the world were hers to bid as she pleased with the witchery of her graces and her manners and her dainty feet skipped beyond every one and then one night at a great ball mirabelle met a great earl he fell in love with her as every man who had met her and days of courtship followed mirabelle hid from the memory of henri dubois buried it deep in her soul and the earl progressed in his love she fancied him but she did not love him of her stage life she was wearied and longed for rest it was a lonely existence and she wearied of her efforts and the world's applause she was worn out holding off the many admirers who besieged her for mirabelle had kept alone aloof from all men she never asked herself the reason why she had done it instinctively ever since the night of lohengrin tired and sick of it all mirabelle had decided to marry the earl if he proposed one night there was a grand ball in the hotel cecile in the victoria hall a blaze of lights fell over the frescoes and the gilding a small forest of palms hid the orchestra on the dais a splash of color filled the ballroom as the numerous guests arrived and in a large room opening at one side was heard the clink of glasses and china as the waiters hurriedly made ready the supper tables the dancing was at its height of activity when mirabelle and the earl wandered away to a quiet corner where they could be alone they seated themselves among the palms with the soft lights shining down upon them mirabelle was radiant in a gown of cerise satin her great brown eyes flaming with subdued excitement her dark hair gleaming in the softened glow her heart beating high with the ecstatic joy of living the earl sat beside her on the lounge bewitched mirabelle he murmured taking one of her long white hands in his well she smiled back at him 
i have waited long for this moment dearest he said softly why asked mirabel saucily you have kept me off by your own sweet will and you know it too he returned lifting the beautiful hand to his lips mirabel was silent crushing a memory of long ago i love you mirabel the earl leaned toward her breathed upon her and mirabel turned her head to him her eyes were burning indeed and her bosom heaving but mirabel was battling with fate i love you mirabel dearest he whispered catching her in his arms and crushing his lips on hers mirabel mirabel i love you love you and then stealing among the palms gliding ghost-like among the softened lights came sweet strains of music music full of joy and triumph music full of memory of love and pain the orchestra was playing lohengrin and mirabel flinging off the earl's embrace fled she fled through the ballroom and away rapidly throwing on her long dark cloak and a scarf and she flew as if winged down the broad marble stairways and out of the hotel cecile madly she rushed along the streets on and on and on careless of the passer-by reckless of comment wildly struggling with the love of long ago she recked not of consequences determinedly she sought london bridge on through the alleyways and dark lonely streets she hurried on and on the broad black river seemed to heaven in her eyes a heaven of peace and rest after all these years of pain and battle and its waters would tell no tale and then london bridge at last how quiet the thames looked as it flowed in sleep beneath her how invitingly cool to the fever in her heart one leap into its slumbering arms and all would be over and then rest rest after all these sore silent years a few bubbles would come and go and mark where she had slipped into eternity forever and henri 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 dearest i love you still heart of mine i love you so thrilled in a whispered cry from the woman's aching heart mirabel leaned over the parapet and gazed into the dull ripples it was so quiet on the bridge only a rare passer-by crossed at this lone hour in this darkness lurked a few beings desolate like herself miserable creatures as wretched and lonely as she mirabel the famous dancer but unloved and unloving in the big world for the dream of long ago denied her all things all things of joy in life god would it never end mirabel slowly crossed and recrossed the bridge one groveling man observing her beautiful clothes begged a pittance and she recklessly gave him a diamond ring with the horrible chuckle the man made off rapidly a wild-eyed girl whimpering and threadbare begged sympathy and mirabel drew the silken scarf from her neck and gave it to her and the girl with a burst of gratitude hurried away into the night and then a lonely hungry cry broke on mirabel's ears and she quickly approached a dark corner of london bridge a pair of frightened blue eyes peered up at her little golden curls appealed timidly to mirabel and memory of long ago came back a pair of blue eyes and a shower of flaxen curls but henri's mirabel stooped and gathered the deserted baby to her breast mine she murmured tenderly mine and she kissed the little one softly and wrapped it in her cloak quickly she retraced her steps across london bridge softly she called to a hansom and sadly but wistfully she turned homeward to her grand apartment she stole into her rooms and laid the baby on her bed and mirabel the dancer of london in her splendid cerise gown undressed the baby gave it a little supper and tucked it into her luxurious bed 
and there all night she watched by the bedside and there at dawn her french maid found her sound asleep and the baby and the servants marvelled no more was mirabel heard of in vaudeville no more was she heard of in london and the earl never saw her again mysteriously she disappeared and the world marvelled at mirabel's madness but the villagers in a little hamlet far away marvelled that so dark a mother had so fair a son and they wondered at her devotion to le petit henri for so he was named in the village end of section eleven